You're listening to Seen the Sequel, the movie podcast about sequels to films that were never made, probably for good reason. This week, we are talking about the 1987 American fantasy classic, The Princess Bride, directed by Rob Reiner, starring Carrie Elwes and Robin Wright. And, as ever, alongside me, three men who... We are men of action. Lies do not become us. I've got Al, I've got Joe, and I've got John. Welcome back, guys. In this episode, we are talking about The Princess Bride. And as you know, we've got 30 minutes to come up with a sequel. Talk about the film, talk about the cast, come up with a plot, come up with direction. They say it can't be done. Most of the time, they'd be right. Nevertheless, we've all watched it recently. Let's go round the room. Let's go to Joe. Let's talk about The Princess Bride, Joe. Let's. Come on, him. Um, oh, where do you start? On the Princess Bride, um, I've I've watched. This is like a family classic, as in, like this is the, you know in my in my household growing up. This is, I think, my mum's favourite film, The Princess Bride. Um, we we watch it probably once every couple of years. I don't think there's ever been like a more quotable film. Like it's just it's just got littered with so many great lines. Um, it's got so much heart. It's funny. Uh, it's it's awesome. I I love it. I love it to bits. Um, and rewatching it, it's it's just like it's almost it's almost like muscle memory when you when you rewatch it for me. As in, like you you're laughing at the jokes like a minute before they actually happen. Um, it's great. It's really it's really really good. Um, huge huge fan. Okay, well, <laughs> I think we all expected that. Uh, and you've sealed the deal, Joe. That's what I figured. It, uh, Al, um, I wasn't necessarily expecting that. Actually, Joe, we'd never particularly have spoken about it, but I'm glad it's the case because I think a lot of people are in your camp where it is a family favorite, a family classic, and a favorite film. I only seen it maybe once as a kid. I, when I was rewatching it, I was I only had patchy memories, but more or less Columbo and Wonder Years. That, that was my, that was basically my memory of it. Terrible um, makeup on Columbo as well. <laughs> great production design on the boys' room, though, for kids of uh, for people awesome. of our age. It's it's really accurate. Um, I enjoyed it, and I get I get why people um, love it, but it's you know it's one of those ones i think you can't be too late to the party with do you know what i mean it's like you know yeah. i liked it i don't i'm never going to love it as much as joe um i feel like i'm i'm i've always do this like i did the same with uh, linklayer uh, last week but um you know i think rob reiner's a really underrated director i mean spinal tap i'm sure that's one of your favorite films curry and then uh, wow. stand by me princess bride when harry met sally few good men misery you know that's one hell of a run very eclectic um very diverse so um you know i would i would put this below a number of those films personally but um, out of 10 out out of 10 this film yeah uh like a you know seven i guess you know seven or eight pretty high still i I liked it it's just never going to be mine is it like yeah 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 i think just to give you a glimpse that I can't tell you how many times me and my brother have gone out into the woods with like a fucking stick and hit each other with sticks saying, my name is Inigo Montoya. Prepare to die. Uh, you know, it's, 
It's great. I'm glad you said that because you could have said something else and it could have got really <laughs> awkward. Okay, well, let's, let's, let's go to the voice of reason. Here he is. John, what are your thoughts on The Princess Bride? Um, yeah, I think I'm in, in a more similar boat to Al. I, I have patchy memories of it as well, to the point where I'm not even sure if I've seen it all the way through before. Um, I think I must have, but I couldn't remember the final scenes at all. It's exactly the same as me, mate, yeah. Um, yeah, it's good. I, I do think maybe it's that it outstays its welcome a bit, because while the humour is is very good for the most part, it's quite samey, so it does start to great a little bit at the end and it all becomes a bit predictable um and the quotable line thing is right but it's but they do just say the same stuff over and over again um so yeah like it's as you say like you said out like it's very it's well directed it's well i think the acting is is arguably the best thing in it while the writing is obviously very good as well like i think the acting is all the actors get it you know they're like spot on with it and it doesn't their acting doesn't dissolve into uh just outright pantomime. Um yeah, pantomime exactly. Um although it is very close to that line, which it should it, be. I think I think that's a, its success, right? It's pitched it's got it it treads a very fine line and it walks that tightrope very very well. It's it you know you, even as a new viewer you take you know you're on board and it, it's not too camp. Yeah. And um and it's it works. not it works. too it's not too camp. We were I watched I mean me and John were talking about this because I'd watched this this is the first time I'd ever seen it. And I said to John, fucking hell, I'm struggling with this a bit. Uh but the weird <laughs> thing is, on reflection, I like it a lot more because it exists than when I was watching it. But I, at the time I said to John, I can't work out is this is this meant to be a farce? Or is this meant to be like an actual thing because the sets are so fake the language is so forced but the cast is so great and i kind of buying into it and that's still how i feel about it i i just don't know what this film is i think it's a film created on the face of it to be a child fantasy adventure but underneath it i think there's a lot more going on than i think about it and so i'm, I'm left with this sort of almost bemusement of that's weird, isn't it? Well, I think the film is supposed to be as though, like, the tone of it is as though the kid is imagining the words that his uncle is saying, but he's and he's putting it through the mind of the child. So you're seeing the childhood formation of the story in the child's mind. That's why it's like that. Is how I is how I. Right. Sort of, but do you think? Do you think that does that go against sort of the the more adult kind of wit in the script? Do you know what I mean? Like. I don't know. I'm not it's sure. a great, I mean, it's a great cast. Stellar cast. I mean, the fact that Peter Cook turned up in it like, towards the end, <laughs> I was like, oh, now, it's, now I like this film. You know, suddenly it's just trans, it's just picked up a gear. But even Andre the Giant, Mel Smith, Chris Guest, you know, it's, it's a good cast. Billy yeah. Crystal. Billy Crystal, yeah. yeah. Billy Crystal. It's a really satisfying death for Christopher Guest as well, isn't it? You, 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 are, you are satisfied. Um, I also have to say it basically had one of... This goes into like my top 10 belly laughs ever. Like I, I absolutely launched into hysterics and that's the Battle of Wits uh, moment. Yeah, it's so good, <laughs> when, when he's When he's laughing his arse off and, it's just, and he's just, he just plays it perfectly. Um, when he's looking back at him with that little grin and you're just waiting for it. You just know he's going to keel over. <laughs> <laughs> what does he just... say just before he dies? He says, uh, 
never play a battle of wits against a Sicilian or something yeah. like that. And, and then, and ah, ha, 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 ha. Well, isn't it interesting? It's, it's the second film we've done in three weeks with Wallace Shawn in it. Yeah. yeah. I thought that was yeah. yeah. <laughs> We started like a fan club. Okay, well... Uh, I'm sure out you guys out there, some of you, it must be your favourite film. So let's just see if we could detract from that a little bit. So, um, you know, let's kick things off with the, the challenging task of The Princess Bride 2. Because it's quite a succinct little film, isn't it? So who wants to pick things up with The Princess Bride 2? Well, it's also so weird as well, isn't it? So it's hard to hard to approach something that is, I think, unique. As in, you know, there's, there's nothing quite like this film, is there? Um, What's your idea? Can, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it is, can I just ask a question? I, there's a film I've never seen because it's never quite appealed to me, um, and that is Stardust. Mm. I imagine Stardust is, is similar to this, right? Brilliant. Yeah. Great yeah. Film. similar to this. Um, yeah, like it is somewhat unique, but it's still based on pretty broad and obvious and well-known fairy tale sort of stuff. Um, Goldman did, I don't know if he ever released a book, but there was a second book planned, Buttercup's Baby. I don't know if that was ever released. Terrible name. Terrible no, name. No, he didn't. He didn't. I don't think he actually ever wrote it. I think he floated he the idea. He wrote some of it because the first chapter apparently was in a special edition of the book that was released later. Um I mean, the only idea the only idea I had wasn't that, but I thought it would be funny if she was if, if she was if Buttercup was captured again by another prince. So she's just perennially the Princess Bride. Like every year, she gets fucking captured by a prince, and every year she has to be rescued. <laughs> That's yeah, that really go, fun. That, that would go with the uh, sort of uh, fairy tale recycling yeah. of the same. But, the yeah, same. Like thing. she keeps getting you know kidnapped by the dragon or whatever. Like, Even when she's eighty. This year, oh, she yeah. gets kidnapped yeah, again. She's still kidnapped just, by a young twenty-five-year-old prince. <laughs> <laughs> That's the really fun. Get really slow. He's just, he's always just hobbling along now with a walking stick, like gonna get you. <laughs> well, I think one thing we can all agree on: we're having an adult Fred Savage in it, right? Hundred percent. I think that, that, that's 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 the one thing that I I thought you know is fairly straightforward going into this is that it's Fred Savage opening a book for you know his his uh, you know i don't know a child to retell or to tell a, a, a you know another princess bride story maybe it's um I and fred, know, savage, sh- fred savage is still a great actor by the way um he's still he's still got it so he yeah he's welcome. a director as well isn't he, he does sunny in philadelphia yeah. and um he plays the guy with the mole in austin powers doesn't he yeah mole. <laughs> yeah he does yeah <laughs> Um, I was wondering I, if we could get another detective in it. Like, do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, instead of Columbo, instead oh, of Pete Falk. That's fun, yeah. <laughs> but I was like, maybe Sipowitz from NYPD Blue <laughs> or something like that. So I was going to suggest Fred Savage walks into old old library and um, he's looking for a copy of The Princess Bride. He's, he's lost his, you know, he's, he's not got The Princess Bride anymore. He needs it. And the librarian is Sipowitz, is Dennis Franz. <laughs> That's lovely, <laughs> and, and and takes him and says, "No, you don't, you don't want that." And takes him to like you know the the um, the equivalent of like the restricted section, and uh, the, porn, uh, uh, the porn section. No. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think I don't think you libraries don't want, have that boy. The erotic think, literature. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, it takes him to the erotic <laughs> literature Jilly section, Cooper. Uh, and he, and he dusts off like you know like a a first edition rare 
uh, copy of the you know of a follow up by the fictional author. I can't remember whose name the fictional author is in in the who wrote the Princess Bride in the movie. Uh, but let's say he had he had a, he wrote a follow up uh, that no one knows about except for Sipowitz. Uh, <laughs> it sort of like you know blows the dust off of it and then it reveals the sort of like gold title on on the book yeah i love love this love the start of this obviously like the there Goonies, is a- where they yeah. find a map like they're finding yeah, something yeah. really special great yeah. idea yeah man yeah yeah lovely yeah okay. there is just that little red home to to you know read the book for the first time to i don't know his his son or daughter who is unwell at home you could even have like a, um, after Sipowitz has like pulled his drawer open on his desk and said, I sure I can't interest you in any of this. <laughs> he's <just> full of porn. <laughs> and he, said, <laughs> he says, no, 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 no. No, no, I'm looking for the princess bride, mate. For a 12-year-old girl, man. Oh, sorry, my mistake. Put it, puts it away. Um, and then he takes him into the fairy tale section and um, maybe you could even that have... Sounds li- even worse. <laughs> Fairy tale section. <laughs> Maybe there's even a, a sequel. I love this. The how often, uh, we're really showing how much we've been into libraries here, aren't we? The porn section and the fairy tale <laughs> section. <laughs> Pretty sure neither of these exists. I love libraries. Um, uh, I was going to suggest that as they start looking at different books, and Sipwitz could be a bit old and bumbling, and he's like, "Oh, is it this one?" And they open and, look and read a bit. No. And, and we and we we watch like a scene like midway through that book. And then he's like, no, not that one. And then they, you know, do you know what I mean? So you sort of- Love that. What a great idea. Yeah, absolutely. We have a sequence of like 20 minutes of like little bits and bobs and you can have loads of cameos in it and totally different sort of ideas and themes and settings. Um, And then eventually they land on the one that they want to find. So how long is this film going to be then? So we got 20 minutes of just like getting it wrong at the start and not starting the story. And then then what, presumably we start the film? So far we've got Sipowitz reading a porn mug. Yeah. (laughs) And we're all avoiding going into the story within the story here, aren't we? Um, (laughs) We've got the setup. 20 20 minute setup. Extended opening. Well, okay. So what about if Buttercup and Wesley had a child in it? Something needs to happen at the end of their relationship because well, at the end they can- okay. So that's I, I, the Buttercup's I, I, baby thing. I think we go with her getting kidnapped again. I want to riff on on John's uh, idea of like you know every year she she gets kidnapped because um, I really like that. I think maybe what you could do is open open the story with you know the, the actual story um, as in what's the country called? Oh God, putting us on the spot there. Oh, not Gilda. Not Gilda. It's Gilda, yeah. isn't it? No, Gilda's the rival uh, country, the, the country next door that they're trying to frame for the kidnapping. Um, Florian. 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 Oh, Florian, it. I do remember that now, yeah. Um, so so you, <laughs> you start the story in Florian and, and you bridge the gap of what's happened in the last, I don't know, how long has it been? 30 years? Yeah. Uh, bridge gap what's happened in in 30 years which is you you, you do like a sort of montage of of 30 kidnappings one each yeah, year yeah. or something yeah. or, or, different uh, princes. or 20 or something like that and then and then there's a point where they have a um you know they have a child uh they have a baby and there's a point where maybe maybe the babe maybe the baby grows up right and and when once she becomes i don't know of age to become um, a, like a, a recognised adult princess. Uh, that is where the you know that the first story 
that's where we come in with the first kidnapping of the new princess. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. You can have a montage of the kids growing up as well. And her mum, Buttercup, just misses like her first word because she was kidnapped and misses like the first time she like shit herself or whatever because she was kidnapped. <laughs> first time that she shit herself. Now, I think that's a really funny idea, though, because he could be um, every time something big happens, like an event, he could look over his shoulder and he'd be like, oh, shit, she's been taken again. She's she gone. Missed, she missed yeah. it. And he's like, I'll be back. And he always has to... Always has to leave the kid with the neighbour, like father, or and then go back. He, he takes the kid with her. He's like, all right, well, I've got to do this together. So he's actually babysitting a kid while on the rescue as well, trying to feed the kid, trying to sword fight at the same time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trying to feed it like milk from a bottle while also fending <laughs> off the guards or whatever. Well, maybe that, that could evolve through the 30-year montage, right? So first of all, leaving it with like a farmer next door, then gradually starts like, you know, the kid starts coming Teaching with Teaching it the family ways, the family reality of kidnapping every year. I love that. And, then, and he's and fight, this... fighting, fighting, you know, holding the baby in his right hand and, and fighting with his left, you know, sword fighting with his left <laughs> hand. So brilliant. Brilliant. And then um, eventually, you're right, he's, he's very protective and he's like, this time I'm going to be waiting for him. They're not going to get Buttercup. Like, I'm waiting for them. And he's like protecting her. He sets up this trap, but they take the kid. And he's, Whoa. and that's the, yeah, yeah. It's, the it's the switch. And he's just, he's just, he's just sat there with the trap waiting, yeah. like, you know, like, <laughs> like holding the rope, ready to pull the sort of like, you know. And in the background, there's like a really unsubtle, like loads of horses just galloping away with his daughter. And he's yeah, just yeah. like facing and the And he's like, way. what time is it? I would have expected them by now. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. Let's just, let's just replay that this logic because let's, let's put logic into this piece of uh, cinema. So, when she comes of age, she's going to be, what, 18? So for the whole of her 18-year adult life, she's been going on yearly escapades with her dad, being trained in sword fighting, the art of... Uh... So I'm thinking, she ain't going to get kidnapped. I'm thinking that her and her dad are like this now formidable yeah, yeah. force. They're like amazing. Go on a good... yeah, yeah, like, like a yeah. superhero level. Yeah. 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 Oh, right. So it's still Buttercup that gets taken. Or someone now, else gets now taken. It's, now it's... A double team, you, got it. You could almost have a guard. You, you need a love interest for the kid. So what about if a guy got kidnapped by a princess to become king? Well, or maybe when when she on one of their when she's eighteen on one of their yearly annual forays into rescuing her mother, his husband, his wife. Um, what the prince that's taken them this time, I think it should be a different prince every time, but the prince that's taken them this time has a son who's actually like a pretty decent guy and he doesn't like the family business of like kidnapping princesses and stuff. <laughs> um, and then it becomes like a forbidden love, like Romeo and Juliet sort of story. Oh, yeah, where yeah. So he, uh, he, he kidnaps her sort of like, you know, begrudgingly. Um, he's, he's doing it because he has to. And he's like, look, I don't want to do this either. This is just the way of things. Yeah, and then, yeah, it's just, yeah. just like the family business that my dad has trained me and it's all I know. Really sorry, um, but I've had to help kidnap you. Sounds like we've got a role for Timothy Chalamet. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And Maisie Williams. <laughs> it's done. Yeah. Nice. Okay, so cast-wise, let's just touch on that quickly. I'm guessing Robin Wright is back. Yeah. Well, yeah, she's... Um, she's... Buttercup, yeah, she's uh, still going, isn't she? She's going, well, House of uh, Cards, isn't it? Yep. I was going to say, we could have uh, Forrest Gump in there. Jenny! <laughs> Very good. Bravo. <laughs> <laughs> yes, she is in Forrest Gump. Well done. Uh, <laughs> so, Kerry Ools, uh, Elwes. Elwes. How do you pronounce Elwes? He's back. So, 
we're going to need some new Prince Badman and some new Prince Badman son. Yes, we are. Cumberbatch is the bad sort of uh, oh, dad, daddy prince. Brilliant. Yeah, that's good. Um, Fan- fantastic. Ow. <laughs> yeah. Just outstanding. Good. Like, you know, straight in, there is no one else for that role. With a small yeah. moustache. The English accent um, is going to be perfect as well. Like, you know, baddie accent. Almost the menace he brought to atonement can be in it. Um, and then the wrestler, who do you reckon, John? The Andre uh, replacement. The wrestler, oh. Well, I don't know, like the big yeah. show, I suppose. No, it's, it's, it's got to be, it? be Dwayne, isn't it? Dwayne know, the Rock Dwayne's Johnson. Dwayne's too obvious, I think. I, I was thinking Lesnar. Brock Lesnar. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's quite intimidating. I was thinking Mickey Rourke. Rourke can be in it. He can be, he can be the wizard. Um, he can he can be like the Billy Crystal kind of role, but without makeup. <laughs> Brock Lesnar could be. Are you thinking Brock Lesnar is like a baddie one or a goodie? Yeah, let's make him the baddie, like the yeah the the muscle for the baddie. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well Brock Lesnar and uh, Benedict Cumberbatch then. What about um, the son? Okay, not Timothy Chalamet. Like, um, and we need a daughter. So we need hey, maybe sp- we could de-age Fred Savage, and he's. <laughs> <laughs> and, he plays, and he goes back to Wonder Years age and plays the <laughs> Well, that is a very good idea. Could, you could inject Fred Savage in. He could put himself into the thing as a sidekick for Wesley as well. Like, you know, he could just be in there sort of turning up. He's like, why not? And he could well, be called I- Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it would be nice, maybe. It would be fun to have the... Uh, and I'm, I wonder if they, they missed a trick in the festival, actually. By having the people in the quote-unquote real world, the people telling the story, also play characters in the, the fake world or the, the, the fictional world, whatever we're calling that. Yeah, that's fun. So, daughter. Let's go for a daughter. We need a daughter who's going to be growing up with Wes, learning the, learning the trade of <laughs> rescuing their mum every year. Who are we thinking? <laughs> Billie Eilish? I said Billie Eilish last week. I know, uh, we slaughtered you for it. Yeah, I think, um, well, Maisie Williams is the obvious one, right? As in as in, right sort of age, we've seen her with a sword. She's already learnt sword fighting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we know she's good at sword <laughs> fighting. That's pretty lazy, but yeah, put her in. It's <laughs> <laughs> like she, she is that character already. Yeah. Okay, and Prince, uh, young Prince, love interest. Uh... One of the guys from Game of Thrones as well. One of the young kids. <laughs> Brilliant. What about Ansel Eggle? What's going on? Ansel Eggle, baby driver. You know what? He'd be pretty good, actually. Uh, yeah, he would, actually. Yeah, he looks He looks um, sort of, um, you know, princely. You could always ask Prince Harry. I mean, oh. he's, he'll, he'll do fucking <laughs> anything now, idea. won't he? So... <laughs> Oprah in it. Fuck it, let's get Oprah in. See if he'll play a prince in in, uh, The Princess Bride. Meghan Markle will definitely be up for it. Well, Meghan Markle's obviously got an acting background and now they're free agents. So, yeah, why don't we give give them a little cameo? Yeah, let's get Oprah in there as well as like a wise, like, soothsayer or like sort of PR person or something for the castle. PR person for the castle. PR person, that is excellent. Yeah, let's do that. Um, I was thinking just a cameo. They're galloping along, along in the horse and then they pass like a house and there's just like... Oprah sat down with Meghan and Harry there and they're like, look over the shoulder. <laughs> <In> the <chat. laughs> they look over the shoulder and that's kind of all we get, like just a glimpse of them in the fairy tale world. I, yeah. quite, I quite like this. Say goodbye to um, uh, Maisie Williams, bring in Meghan Markle and Harry. <laughs> Sorry, Maisie. Sorry, just, Maisie. Fighting, just wasn't enough on this occasion. We, we weren't, yeah. <laughs> no one saw this coming, but 
we got Prince Harry and Meghan Markle. So yeah, yeah, and, and we'll do it as a publicity stunt as well. So we'll say that Maisie's been cast in it, but then like halfway through or like a week into filming, we're like, oh, actually, they've all been replaced by uh, Prince Harry. And <laughs> well, <laughs> everyone's going to get replaced because Meghan Markle just say that they've all been everyone's been difficult and unkind to her. So this is going to get fired. This is going to be her film. Okay, so what is it going to be called? Princess Bride. The Sipowitz Files. <laughs> <laughs> Princess um, Bride Returns, Princess Bride Revisited. Uh, the Child Bride, uh, Princess Bride's Daughter. Yeah, I was thinking of how we get the daughter into it. Mm. Um, the erotic <laughs> adventures of the Princess Bride. <laughs> <laughs> the erotic adventures of Fred the Savage Princess and the Bride. Princess Bride. <laughs> the, the erotic adventures of Fred Savage. I would watch whatever that is. Whatever Princess that is. Bride 2. Yeah, uh, you could call it True Love. Uh, no, Princess Bride, the inconceivable sequel. Oh, there you go. That's good, mate. All right. That's very right, good. We'll t- okay, director. Well, Rob Reiner, he still directs, but boy, you know, he can't, very, he can't very, do it anymore. Though, he's very he? political, but yeah, but he's making really low budget sort of Washington DC. Mm. He, he did LBJ, which I, I watched and he did a film called Shock and Awe. Gets good cast in them all, but they're like, they're poor. Yeah. I don't really know what he's doing. I mean, obviously he still does a bit of acting as well. Um, I don't know. Is it, is this his comeback? What or? about Scorsese? <laughs> Well, Hugo, I think this could be a vehicle for his family interpretation film. Yes, this feels just right for Martin Scorsese. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was convinced that. I was, well, was going to suggest Robin Wright, actually, because she has done a, a very good job of directing some of those um, House of Cards episodes. So she, she is a director. Okay, that's interesting. It's a great show. I was shout. thinking, I mean... If we're having a half an hour sequence at the start where we're just going through the wrong book constantly, then it's going to have to be about four hours long. So I was thinking maybe Zack Schneider would be quite good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. what, uh, what, or Fred Savage. Robin Wright and Fred Savage could both direct it because he's a director as well. Well, it's a very personal project, I guess, to both of them. So that would make sense, wouldn't it? Mm. Uh, sort of. I mean, there are a lot of people who are just directors. Like, I don't think that's really cutting it for like, you know, oh, he's a director. Get oh, him okay, in. let's get he's, him in. I know, he's yeah. doing it. <laughs> All right, well, who are we going to go with? Okay, I, why don't we get Rob back? Because I do think, he, you know, he did an excellent job on the first film. He's done... Not much of late that is good or that anyone has even seen. Uh, so big, big <laughs> yeah, comeback. I, I want to. I want to fly the flag of him again. I think that is one of the, an awesome run from the eighties into the nineties that he did. Unbelievable run. Um, so yeah, let's celebrate that by getting getting the big boy back. Okay. Well, there you have it. We have got the bones of a story. We've got the bones of a cast. We've come up with many titles, and we've got Rob Reiner back as a director. Who's going to take this one home? Who's going to do the pitch? I'll give it a go. Um, go on then, Al. Let's have it. So we open on a stormy night in uh, in the city. <laughs> Rain thrashing down. Lightning striking. <laughs> um, and flashing through. The, so you can, uh, through the windows into an old library. A man in a trench coat got a trilby hat on maybe like running through the rain 
gets out of a taxi cab, runs through the rain up the steps to the library, boosh, through the door, greeted by the night guardman, the librarian, who is Sipowitz. <laughs> then his friend raises his head. The person who's just come in in the wet, soaking wet, takes the trilby off. Reveal. Savage. Fred Savage. <laughs> what would you do if I said... <laughs> Go into the wonder years. No. Um... <laughs> well, he Sorry. could take his headphones off and we could hear that very gently <laughs> in the... Uh, in the... Yeah, that is lovely. Yeah, yeah. That's just... <laughs> Like, yeah, just like, I'm really going traditional cinema, like raises his head with a trilby covered in rain, takes out the iPod headphones. <laughs> anyway, so Sipowitz is like, aye, aye, I know why you're here. <laughs> raises secret compartment next to his desk. The, the palace of porn. <laughs> um, and Fred Savage is like, I think you got me confused with someone else, mate. He's like, <laughs> goes back down again. He's like, forget about that. Sorry about that. <laughs> They go into the uh, gothic fairy tale uh, section of uh, the swashbuckling novel section. Why not? Fiction, I think, is what you're looking for, but okay. Yeah, go on. Fiction. <laughs> a bit more of a broader one, that. But um, anyway, in they go. And he's like, I need to find a copy of The Princess Bride. That's why I'm here. So Sipowitz starts taking him in a cardigan, starts taking him down the, uh, down the, the aisle. Not marrying him. Um, <laughs> That was a good joke, wasn't it? Thanks for the thanks for the mercy laugh there, boys. Um, anyway, and he says, oh, I've got a better idea than the Princess Bride. Why don't you have a look at this? And the book is called The Inconceivable. Can a sequel, can it be a sequel if it's a book? Yeah. Uh. Thanks, John. <laughs> Why not? So he said, so into focus, The Inconceivable sequel. So we're a good hour into the film by now. Um, we haven't got Feels a like it. <laughs> All right. Opens the book. In we go. And um, every year there's a montage of the Princess Bride being taken. Robin Wright gets taken by a different prince every year. Uh, Wesley trains up his daughter. They uh, go to rescue her from Benedict Cumberbatch and Baby Driver. And um, also there is the, the press secretary for the castle is Oprah. Um, Meghan Markle <laughs> is playing the daughter. Uh, Prince Harry has a cameo. Uh, Brock Lesnar's a big baddie. Um, anyone I'm forgetting? Billy yeah, Crystal's back. Billy Crystal. Uh, the, the Billy Crystal's cast, back with yeah. the exact makeup and Mickey Rourke's in it with no makeup. And um, it is called The Princess Bride, The Inconceivable Sequel. Well done. Oh, I, that, <laughs> I think that's as good as you're going to get, all right? They're listening out there, if this is your favourite film, we're sorry. All right, but we did our best. Anyway, what would you have done, guys? It's quite a hard one, we thought, so I'd be interested in what you think. Uh, any recommendations or anything you want us to do, give us a shout or just come and say hi. Love us, love us. But more importantly, we will see you on the next episode. Cheers, guys. <laughs>